Thoughts on Steve Sarkeesian as a whole, Caleb? Knows offense, but isn't anything spectacular or special? Mm, comp. I know that athletes and coaches hate a comp. Um, he's not, in my opinion, tell me if you're wrong, he's not better than David Cutcliffe. No, I don't think he's better than David Cutcliffe. Um, okay. So give me, what about a Chip Kelly? Who had a little run there where it looked like he could win a championship. I wouldn't have said he's better than Chip Kelly, but I would say he's better than Chip Kelly now because I think Chip Kelly's stubbornness has cost him. And so I would say Chip Kelly. Steve Sarkeesian. I might go Norm Chow. Ooh. Uh, I don't hate that. Give me another one. Norm Chow. But Norm Chow. Oh, now, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You can't go Norm Chow because Steve Sarkeesian has, has essentially played for a college football championship as a head coach. So he's better than Norm Chow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He got to a playoff game. Right. But that means your Norm Chow never took anybody to anything close. Norm to Chow that. never coached a program good enough for that. Norm Chow was the, was the brains behind USC's dominance in the 2000s i agree but you would say the same thing about john chavis the simple fact is he didn't have the skills to be a a head coach i think you. oh i got a start comparison and that's and that's a really bad chow chavis comparison i just want to say real quick i don't think chow wanted to be a head coach that's different chavis wanted to i just want to clear that up clear that up Go yeah ahead. I remember when Norm Chow threw some shots at Lane Kiffin when Lane was still offensive coordinator at USC, funny enough. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. I bet Lane hates Norm Chow. Um, but I would give... I think that list is pretty long. People that Lane doesn't like. People that Lane Kiffin hates. I thought the list that's longer is people that hate Lane Kiffin. But I would agree with that. Um, I'm going to say... Another one that's similar. Steve, Sarkees- Steve Sarkeesian strikes me as... It's kind of a bland offensive coordinator. So Jim Chaney. Oh, 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 he just showed up to the special teams meetings drunk. That's not bland. <laughs> I mean, what, what, coaching. what do you? I mean, his, you his X's on? and O's is bland. I mean, what, I do you, got, what do you want, Uncle Jesse? Or do you, I mean, are we like, uh, are you shooting for Richard Pryor in his prime? I mean, what more do you need to not be bland as a college football coach than to show up to the special team meetings? At 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning, hammered. I'm going to say he's a Jim Chaney who likes to recruit. 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Okay. He's still uh, like, I nailed it. Jim Chaney who like a Jim Chaney who can recruit. All right. Let's get to four downs. It's brought to you by friends at Dynasty Pools and Spas because Steve Sarkeesian just got paid and it's crazy. Four Downs brought to you by Dynasty Spas, the most comfortable spas made in the United States of America, right here in East Tennessee. Drop in for the all-new showroom in Athens, Dynasty Spas, perfect for all four seasons. Four Downs presented by Off the Hook Sports. That's all right, and we get into it right now with uh, some payments that are going to be made by some schools to college football coaches let's start with uh first of all people need to do what cooper mays here hit like and subscribe thank you very much and what down is this coop coop here first down first down 
What is Sark making? Is he overpaid by standards of which we judge such coaches, which would be basically comparing them to themselves? Steve Sarkeesian's salary is up to $10.3 million. Seems high. Seems high to me. Initial response seems a little high. Do you want me to save where he's ranked, or do you want me to just go ahead and jump in? I don't know. I'm really scared now because 10.3 for Steve Sarkeesian, special teams coach extraordinaire, seems a little bit high for me. He that is seems a little bit high. Third behind Speaking the of high. What down is it, Coop? Wait, you didn't let me answer if he's overpaid or not. Oh, well, I thought that was next. I thought that's what we just talked about. So oh, we said, oh, okay. is he overpaid? So that was second down. So what's he made? He's making 10.3 now. Is Wait, he so overpaid? what was the first down question? What was the first down question? Just the pay. Okay, 10.3 million. Okay, 10.3 million. And it is third now behind um, Dabo Swinney and Kirby Smart. That's it. Those are the only two people ahead of him. Okay. Who's the who's closely behind? Ryan Day is closely behind. Okay. Who's next? Mel Tucker. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was last year. He's gone. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Okay. I think that Sark is slightly overpaid. He hasn't done as much as Brian Kelly. Um is this second down that we're doing that he's overpaid? Sorry. Yes, is he overpaid? All right, give me, give me Coop, give me Coop. Set, set me up with Coop. All right, sorry, Cooper. This Mays. isn't a no huddle offense, Dave. That's right. This is a slow huddle. All right, sack overpaid. Yeah, your name. Hell yes, yes, absolutely yes. This is so ridiculously overpaid. Um, Steve Sarkeesian has joined Rick Barnes as the two most overpaid coaches in their respective sports. Ah, oh, man, you had to go there. All right, uh, yeah, I'm right. What down is it, Coop? Tennessee center Cooper Mays here. Third down. Okay. So who is the most overpaid out of that top five to ten group? How many do you have? Do you have a top ten? Oh, yeah. I got a top ten. Um, we go. This is based on last year, but there's coaches retired now and things and fired and things like that. So based on those and the contracts extensions to, the, to where they are now, you go Dabo Sweeney, Kirby Smart, Steve Sarkeesian, Ryan Day, Brian Kelly, Mark Stoops, Josh Heupel, Lane Kiffin, James Franklin, Luke Fickle. So who's the most, I think Sark's the most overpaid guy on that list. Honestly, I know I'm probably supposed to say that for good content, but I really believe that he's the most overpaid on that list. I think it's a split between Sark and Ryan Day, largely because they're not even letting Ryan Day call the offense anymore. Well, so, and I agree, but you do have to give him the – he's played for an awful lot of championships, right? So you have to give him some of that credit. I mean, he's lost to Michigan three years in a row when he's had better talent than Michigan all three years. Where was Kirk Ferentz on this list, by the way? <laughs> Did you uh, he was on the list? Let's see. Uh, maybe they pay him per yard his offense game. <laughs> You remember when David Shaw was on that list and he was making $10.3 million a year? And oh, he was, I did not know that. Yeah, Stanford won three games the year before. So that's like three million like, dollars. Kirk Ferentz is in the top 20, to be fair. Now, again, oh. this doesn't include like, I don't know where Kalen DeVore is now because I don't know Kalen DeVore's contract with Alabama. I don't know the details of that yet. So he could be up there at this point. Do you guys realize that? 
Iowa is what Kurt is what Tennessee could have decided to be. Have you ever thought about that? What with Jeremy Pruitt? No, no, no. Before that, Iowa's happy with Kurt Friends. He doesn't get them in trouble. He gets them to a bowl game. Maybe occasionally there are double digit wins. He doesn't really go below six, right? Six or seven right. wins ever. He's got a he's got a floor. Tennessee wanted to. You keep Philip Fulmer. That's why people say now, in retrospect, that decade of dysfunction, they should have kept Fulmer. You keep Fulmer. I know this is sounds out there. Okay. This is an alternate universe. This is like the Marvel thing. Okay. And you hire David Cutcliffe or Randy Sanders and you keep that path going. And instead, uh, in my opinion, as much respect as I have for those coaches, especially David, that you know, I think you would be dealing with bouncing at nine wins. And you wouldn't have that load up season like they have this year where they could win the national title. I think that would be the difference in the way Tennessee's football program would be viewed now as opposed to the the, the, the way it's being viewed as it is. With so what Georgia was with Mark Ray. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. yeah I and, and by the way. Which wasn't which wasn't bad. I mean, that was a fun run. Those, the, those boosters went on a lot of fun trips, did they not? Yes. Here's where it comes to it. By the way, that's what because what do David Cutcliffe, Mark Rick, and a Rick Barnes in college basketball have in common? Um, I don't know. At their heart, they're coaches. Now that's weird to say that that's a weakness for a football coach. But what I mean, coaches is this: they don't want to scheme, they don't want to recruit, they want to develop players, don't they? They just like to. They, like yeah, yeah. They, David Cutcliffe likes teaching players through the game of football, doesn't he? Isn't that what he loves more than anything else? He just likes teaching them football? You know, I always had a random feeling, and I've never covered him, no input, but that Sean McVay, who won a Super Bowl with the Rams. I've always wondered mm -hmm. if he was like that for some reason. Um, he would just that like, to just like teaching players? Yeah, he would just like to make a quarterback the best he possibly could at the end of the day. That if the money was the same for doing that as it was being the head coach of the Rams, if he would do that. I think David I Cuff could see that. Would. I think David Cutcliffe... Right now, if he had the energy, would tell the SEC, hey, I'm good. I want to go coach Arch Manning. And if you had a son, you'd want him to play for David Cutcliffe, right? Yes. And Steve Sarkeesian would have to be drunk not to not to take him on his staff. Uh, who's where should where should Heifel be paid? Four downs brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. Imagine having the best spas made right here in the United States of America in your backyard dynasty pools and spas their showroom is open in athens right off the interstate you can stop by and check out the best hot tubs and spas in the market and delivery yes they can do that's knoxville or chattanooga they've got complete support spa cover and chemicals to keep your spa bubbling at its best they also have pool chemicals as well dynasty pools and spas amazing discounts for first responders military and even some blemish models that could save you a ton and no one will ever notice mention off the hook sports get 500 dollars off mention off the hook sports get 500 off dynasty pools and spas go to dynastypoolsandspas.com or stop by that showroom in athens dynastypoolsandspas.com dynasty pools and spas all SEC center Cooper Mays here, fourth down. All right, where should Josh Heupel be ranked? Can't put him ahead of Kirby Smart, so he's at the very least second. Nick Saban's gone now, so he may hold on to second. But where would you put him um, among the highest-paid college football coaches right now? Well, you can't put him ahead of Ryan Day. I mean, not Ryan Day. Of uh, You can't put him ahead of, ahead of Dabo Sweeney either. Correct. So that would be third. 
I wouldn't put him ahead of Brian Kelly because Brian Kelly has just accomplished so much. You know, he got Notre Dame to a national title game. So that's down to fourth. Correct. On the list of. I mean, I know it's. I would not put him in front of. I would not put him in front of Sarkeesian, even though I think he'll have a better better career right now. I would. I would. I think Josh Heupel's 2022 was way more impressive than Sarkeesian's 2023. I would. I think that was the most. Texas got a win over an Alabama team that had no idea what it was doing. And that is the only thing Sarkeesian is resting on right now. That's the whole part. His entire career is all about one lucky win he got over Alabama in September of last year. Okay. Well, now that was was garbage. I don't know that it was lucky. I mean, can we call games lucky just because they're close? I mean, I didn't feel like I think that Alabama team was bad. They got great. They were bad in September. So better timing. How about that? They got them them pre-Tennessee halftime. That was pretty much the goal, right? For any Alabama opponent, try to play them before halftime of the Tennessee game. That's your goal. Before Nick Saban took over the offense and said, I'm running the – before Nick Saban said, I'm the captain now. (laughs) Run the ball, play defense, do all that stuff. No, 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 no. Your goal is just to play Alabama before they get to halftime of that Tennessee game and they get everything figured out. Don Self, State Farm – has it figured out. He's had it figured out for 40 years. They built their business and reputation on taking care of their customers in the greater Chattanooga area, 423-396-2126, donself.net, donself.net, 423-396-2126, donself.net. So you would have him about fifth. I would have to go Brian Kelly. I would have to go Ryan Day. I would have to go Kirby Smart. I would have to go Dabo. I would go Sark. You and I are different from that, and that's kind of a coin flip in my head to be real. I'm also different on Ryan Day. Homeboy inherited the most talented team in in college football the last two years. Okay, Uh, but still, he has accomplished something, so I would have him Yeah, losing to Michigan. Uh, Yeah, and you don't have Michigan anymore to factor in Harbaugh's contract, so where would you have uh, Josh Heupel if you had to factor them against the uh, the contracts that we just listed out, portions of the program brought to you by the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Go to Hemp House Chat with two Ts.com, Hemp House Chat with two Ts.com, and use the promo code HOOK to get 10% off. So, who would you have pay, getting paid more than Josh Heibel? I named them. That's it. It is Dabo Sweeney, Kirby Smart, and um, Brian Kelly. I wouldn't put Brian Day ahead of him. Ryan Day's the biggest underachiever in the history of the game right now. And so, I mean, it, it, it's embarrassing how badly he's under. That seems a little strong, isn't I think there's some guy still uh, running around in whiteouts in, in Penn State that seems like a pretty big underachiever. No, no, that's not underachieving because what is a – What's an easier job, Dave? Ohio State or Penn State? It's not well, even close. Listen, we we know you're a big Brian Kelly and James Franklin guy. We understand that. Wait, what did I say? I'm a Brian Kelly and James Franklin guy. First <laughs> of all, I'm just going to say this: going ten and two at Penn State, which is what James Franklin is doing, is the equivalent of winning national titles at Ohio State. Okay, because okay, the job you've got to put different. James Franklin ahead of. Josh Heupel. Did you all just catch that? Who's on the board? No, James that? Franklin is hitting the floor. Caleb just James contradicted Franklin. himself. No, I didn't. James Franklin is doing what he's supposed to do at Penn State. 
Ryan Day is not doing what he's supposed to do at Ohio State. Josh Heupel is doing beyond what he was supposed to do at Tennessee because of the mess that he inherited. Now, I will change that if this is a bad year in 2024. But to this point, through three years, who would deny that Josh Heupel overachieved what was possible at Tennessee, Dave? Like, if you had a if you had AI create just an average run-of-the-mill coach running Tennessee, they would be do they would have done significantly worse than what Josh Heupel's done. If you had an average run-of-the-mill coach take over at Ohio State after Urban Meyer, they would have had more success than Ryan Day had. 